listening to Nightlight. Hi, and welcome back to the latest from our Nightlight studios in Uganda, East Africa, from where we've been broadcasting the Nightlight show both locally and internationally for more than 17 years now. During the summer months, we sometimes host folks who want to come here for short-term mission trips. Chief among them is our dear brother Melvin, who's arriving shortly from the U.S. for his eighth mission trip. I always look forward to fellowshipping with Melvin when he comes and assisting him in any way that we can, as well as hosting him on Nightlight. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight. On the show today, you're going to hear a class I recorded with Melvin just before he left for the airport at the end of July last year, which I'm sorry to say I had forgotten about. It's a great class on flesh versus spirit, and I thought I'd better get it out to you before Melvin arrives back again very soon with, I'm sure, a whole new batch of Bible classes to share. There'll also be time for a few songs on the program today, and they'll also be straight from the Bible and from another very dear friend of mine, Jeremy Spencer. Well, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Cleanses us from all sin If we walk If we walk in the light In the light As he is In the light We have fellowship One with another And the blood of Jesus Cleanses us from all sin For ye were sometimes darkness But now are you burning Children of light, oh, children of light. Well, if we walk, if we walk in the
looks pretty good, fellas. And that's from a recent album, 17 scripture songs from Jeremy Spencer. Scripture songs, meaning that the lyrics are all key verses from the King James Bible. Singing along with these songs is actually a very easy way to memorize these scriptures if you don't know them already. I'll play more songs from this album as we have time. I feel all right when I'm listening to Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightlight. But our main feature is a Bible class from Melvin, which I recorded in July last year. The topic is walking in the flesh versus walking in the spirit. And this is one of the classes that Melvin taught in the churches, universities, Bible study fellowships during his mission trip last year. And I pray that you'll be blessed by it. Inspiring you to dig deeper into God's Word. You're listening to Nightlight. Simon, I, I wanted to go through the the spirit versus the flesh. Mm. You know, it's not just uh, you know the spirit and the flesh, but uh, what happens when we walk in the spirit mm-hmm. and not in the flesh, or we walk after the spirit and not after the flesh? Mm-hmm. Because this has been an area that a lot of pastors uh, have been struggling with, and even me for a long time. You know. I had issues with this because I couldn't really differentiate between what is walking in the spirit and what is walking in the flesh. And so, uh, you know, when I had the pastor's conference, uh, I was able to, you know, cover some of that. It was an all-day seminar, so I, I, you know, I had the opportunity to share different aspects of uh, this particular topic. The Bible says, don't walk in the flesh, but in the spirit. Now, what does that really mean? Like, how do we walk in the spirit and not in the flesh? Because we are in the flesh all the time. In a sense, we live in a world that is surrounded by carnality and, you know, what the world has to offer. Mm-hmm. And what Jesus did say that you are not of the world, for I have taken you out of the world. Therefore, the world hateth you. Now, what does it really mean that he took us out of the world? Because we are still here. Right. You understand? But what Jesus was saying is that, you know, in the spirit, the Bible says we are seated with him in heavenly places. That's exactly what he's talking. In the spirit, it's already done. We are out of the world. The world cannot touch our spirits. But a carnal mind is still there. And so that is what we are talking about as the flesh. So if you go to Galatians uh, chapter 5, and we're going to go to verse 16 and 17. It says... This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and he shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that he cannot do the things that he would. Okay, so Paul is saying that walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, this is, is a very, very important verse, Simon, because walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, that is a key or solution to sinning and continuing to sin and habitual sinning and all of those things that, you know, we are so scared about. And so what happens is when we walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, but if you don't walk in the Spirit, then all we have is to fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, like I was saying, you know, before, the lust of the flesh is not just 
you know, pornography or sex or whatever, the lust of the flesh is anything that is not according to the Word of God is the flesh. Right. Now, of course, you know, the flesh is a physical body. Also, our emotions, our thoughts, our will, all of this is, is the flesh. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, in the class I was teaching on uh, mind renewal, the idea is that the flesh can be renewed to be like the spirit. You know, that's another class. So most of the time, sometimes, you know, in the churches, people are told, don't do this and don't do that. And so they try to do it. But unless they walk in the spirit, they will keep fulfilling the lust of the flesh. That's right. And so when there is a decision to make, instead of going by what God's word says, we will fulfill the decision by going according to the flesh. So that is a solution. I mean, I mean, you can try anything you want. You can fast. You can do all of that. Because again, fasting is good because it kind of disciplines the flesh. But we need to learn how to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Now, the spirit can overcome the flesh anytime the spirit wants because nothing can stand against the Holy Spirit. Why is it the Bible says that the spirit is lusting against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit because there is something in between these two called the carnal mind or the mind. So the spirit is trying to get our mind to walk and think according to the spirit and according to the word and the flesh is trying to get us back into what we were before mm -hmm. or to mold us back into that. So the spirit is always, all, all the time, is willing and is ready to lust, means a strong desire against the flesh. And see, that's why as Christians, you know, we have so much problem because we have the spirit trying to get us to walk like Christ and then we have the world trying to get us through our flesh to walk like the world. That is where we get into trouble. Mm -hmm. If you don't understand how to walk in the spirit, then we will not be able to stop the flesh from dominating our life. And it says, uh, contrary to the one, to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. See, in our heart, we know we want to do this. We want to follow Christ. We want to read God's word. We want to preach the gospel. We want to further the kingdom of God. We want our tongue to produce life and not death. Mm -hmm. See, we have all of these desires in our heart that is put there by, by the Spirit. But it says you, can't, you, want, you will not be able to do them because we have this fight going on. Mm -hmm. And so we are the one who has to make the choice. And according to the choice we make in our mind, whether we walk according to the Spirit or according to the flesh, you understand, we give either the Spirit the opportunity mm -hmm. to control us or we're going to allow the flesh to control us. See, that is where the battle is. But it depends on a choice. Now, why doesn't the flesh just take over and just get rid of the flesh? No, because then the choice that God gave us does not work. Mm -hmm. And so the spirit is just waiting. The, you know, all day and night, the spirit is waiting to help us you know, to walk in the spirit. But we go and walk in the flesh. Now, Simon, what are the things that you would think is walking in the flesh? so that our audience can understand. And what do you think would be like walking in the spirit? Like some example. Okay, well, let me see. Well, Melvin, let me buy myself some time to think about that by pausing here for another scripture song from Jeremy Spencer. And then I'll give you my answer when we come back. 
to him that is able to do Exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think Now unto him that is able to do Exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think According to the power that worketh in us Unto Abundantly above all that we ask or think. Now unto him that is able to do, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us, unto Falling, keep you from falling, and present you faultless in the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. Unto Him that is able to able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto be glory to Him, unto Him, be glory to Him, unto Him, unto. Okay, Melvin, you just asked me what I thought would be examples of walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. Well, let's see, walking in the flesh might be like waking up in the morning, not praying, going about the day in a routine way, not guarding my thoughts, being basically selfish, self-centered, not being concerned about others. Walking in the Spirit would be waking up, taking time in prayer, reading God's Word, acknowledging the Lord, asking Him to direct my paths, and looking for ways to show love and be a blessing to others throughout the day. Yes. Simon, and also I want to add to that, is that also that, you know, the decision that we are making, when we are making it according to the promises of God, now we are walking also in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. See, so we are, you know, we are constantly taking God's Word into our daily life, hmm. right? Of course, you know, we have to study the Word in the morning, 
But as we go out and as we meditate on God's Word, now that is what walking in the Spirit is also happening. Because you said the words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit mm -hmm. and they are life. Now, hearing is one. When the Bible says walk, means that is when you're putting it into practice. So the decision that we are making, see, we, we took the time, like you said, in the morning, we had word time, we prayed, and we are constantly acknowledging the Lord to lead and guide us. But as the decisions come, and we bring God's word into it, and say, for example, you know, you're driving, and you have a, a whole 30 minutes, and you're meditating on God's word. And so now we are walking in the Spirit. Because if you're not meditating on God's Word, then you're meditating on something else, and that is your problems, your issues, how the world does it. So see, that's how we learn to walk in the Spirit. And it's a daily thing. It's not just once in a while, but throughout the day, we are going back according to God's Word. And what does God's Word say on this? You know, like sometimes, you know, people might give us wrong counsel or ungodly counsel, and then we listen to the ungodly counsel because we think that, oh, they are our friends, and so we just receive that ungodly counsel. When we do that, we are walking in the flesh, you see? So no matter what, you know, we are in this world, we deal with worldly people, people are not saved, or even people who are saved, who are still going by their carnal mind, we deal with them. But if we, if we take their counsel, then we are still walking in the flesh, right? Okay, look at the next one. Verse uh, 19. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Now, here the Bible says, uh, for the works of the flesh, right? That means the manifestation of walking in the flesh is you're going to produce this whole list. Mm. You understand? I don't want to go over it because I'm not here trying to talk about the fruit of the flesh. But when we walk, these things, Simon, are bound to happen. Mm -hmm. Maybe not all of them, but some of them will start happening on a daily on a, on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And if we continue walking in the flesh, then these type of things become our attitudes and this becomes our nature. See, instead of the nature of God manifesting, now the nature of the world will start manifesting. Mm -hmm. And so even, you know, sometimes even pastors and, you know, people, they fall into this kind of uh, thing is because they're still walking in the flesh mm -hmm. and not in the uh, spirit. But we know that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no, there is no law. Mm -hmm. And so when we walk in the Spirit, and we walk after the Spirit, mm -hmm. now we experience the fruits of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. See, that, like I was, I was mentioning in the other class, the fruits of the Spirit is when it manifests. Mm -hmm. But we sing songs about, oh, I have the fruits of the Spirit. Yes, but it is inside your Spirit. For it to manifest, you have to walk after the Spirit mm -hmm. so that the fruit of the Spirit can manifest. Mm -hmm. See, that is so, so important because sometimes we are praying to God and say, God, please give me joy. Please give me peace. Mm -hmm. You know, please give me patience. But God already gave it to us. We have the potential inside of us, in our spirit, to produce the fruit of the spirit. Because see, every day, Simon, either the fruit of the spirit is manifesting or the fruit of the flesh is manifesting. You can't be without a fruit. 
Like people say, no, I'm neutral. You know, I don't have the fruit of the flesh or the fruit of the spirit. No, either you have the fruit of the spirit or you have the fruit of the flesh. Now, either you have peace or you have fear and worry. Because when you have peace, you don't have fear. But when you have fear, you don't have joy, you don't have peace. So one of those things is happening in our life on a daily basis. You know, we can read everything in the Bible from Old Testament and New Testament, but if we are still walking in the flesh, we cannot enjoy the fruits of the Spirit. I mean, it's very so very clear and it's so simple in the Bible. Now let's go to Galatians, uh, sorry, Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Okay, so there is no more condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. So Simon, what is the what is he talking about here? Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now in the real Greek, the second part is not there. Really? And that's why if you read NIV, that the second part, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, is not actually there. But there is no now no more condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Now that condemnation is is from God. That means God is not going to condemn you because he already condemned you, I mean, your sins on, on Jesus Christ. But you can have condemnation if you walk after the flesh. That means the Satan will condemn you in sin. Mm-hmm. The people will condemn you, and you will condemn yourself. Mm-hmm. Like say, for example, you made a decision that every day I'm going to wake up at 6 o'clock and read the word for one hour before I go to work. Mm-hmm. See, you set yourself a goal and a law. Now, after two or three weeks, when you failed in that, and now you are not reading for one hour, now condemnation comes upon you. Mm-hmm. You start feeling guilty because now you broke your own law. And so now Satan will come in and say, hey, look at you. You, you think you're born again. You understand? And you can't even read the word for one hour. And so you get condemnation. Mm-hmm. But if you are in Christ Jesus, you understand, God is not going to condemn us. Mm-hmm. And then we can live without a sin consciousness if we are walking after the Spirit and not after the flesh. Now, Simon, the second verse is what I want to talk about. It says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Now, what is a law? Now, we are not talking about the law that was in the Old Testament, like the commandments and, you know, the 600 uh, amount of laws that the Jews had. We are not talking about that law. But here he's talking about the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now, for example, you know, God has given us laws like gravity. Gravity is a law, right? Mm-hmm. From the time God created it till today, we have this law. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at that law, now I can take this bottle here and I can drop it and it will fall. If I drop it at five o'clock, it will fall. You understand? If I take it to America and drop it, it will fall. And Simon, if you drop it, it will fall. See, so the law of gravity states that who, it doesn't matter who does it, you understand, where you do it, and at what time you do it, the law works. See, the law of gravity works. Same way, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, it's a law. You understand? So that law, spirit of life in Christ Jesus, will always free you from the law of sin and death. Mm. See, in Galatians, we talked about walking, right? And if you walk 
after the mm-hmm. spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, that means whatever the flesh has to do, you know, you will not fulfill it because you're fulfilling this law. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Mm -hmm. So just like, you know, the law of the spirit, there is also the law of sin and death. So when we are under that law, for example, like, you know, we go after the flesh, that law works. Mm. It doesn't matter who does it. It doesn't matter where you do it. It doesn't matter what time you do it, that law works. And so that's why even though we are born again, when we walk after the flesh, that law of sin and death will affect us. See, that that is what a lot of people don't understand. I mean, I didn't understand it for a long time, but now since I understand it, it gives me more of a, what do you call, more of an urgency to want to walk after the, the Spirit. Mm. And so this law is the same wherever you go. I mean, you can be born again, but if you walk after the law of sin and death, it will produce sickness. Hmm. You understand? It will produce bitterness. It will produce, you know, lack of finances. Anything that the fruit of the death can produce, it comes under that law. Hmm. See, this law was established when the minute Adam sinned, you understand? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he spiritually died in the sense that the image of God was no more there mm-hmm. and the sin nature came in. From that day onwards, every single person is under the law of sin and death. Mm-hmm. Even the Jews, you know, even though they were keeping the commandments, they were still under the law of sin and death. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says death reigned through one man, Adam. And so when Jesus came, he gave us this this new law. This law was not there in the Old Testament. This law was not there even when Jesus was alive. This law came to pass after Jesus rose from the dead. See, And so just like gravity is set, God is not changing it. You can pray all you want. You understand? That gravity law remains. Now if I get up on a big building and say, hey, I'm going to jump down. You know, there is death waiting for me. You understand? Because, you know, there is a law of gravity. It's just like if I'm driving 100 miles an hour and I turn, you know, at a 90 degree turn, my car is going to go spinning around. Mm -hmm. See, that's a law. So same way, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So unless you are in Christ and born again, you cannot go under that law. And if you don't know about the law and you're not trying to live under that law, then it won't work in you because, you, you know, you're going under the law of sin and death. And see, that's where a lot of people ask me, uh, you know, I've been born again for 15, 20 years, but, you know, they say, Melvin, but I am not able mm. to live the life that I know Christ wants me to live. Not in sin. It's not talking about sin. It's talking about living in peace, living in, you know, all his needs met, all of them are living in health. They're confused. He says, I, I pray, you know, I fast, I, I go to church, I do all of these things. But why is it that, you know, I'm still getting the same kind of results that I'm, I've always been getting? See, the thing is, that's because there is a law of sin and death. And if we live under the law of sin, that means according to our flesh, that means according to our carnal mind, then that is what you get. Mm. But if you go under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, then it sets you free from the law of sin and death. 
It's already done. That law is ready. The only reason we go into the law of sin and death is because that's how we think. I hope uh, the listeners are getting this because this yes. can really change, can change you know, mm-hmm. our lives once we understand this. And so it is not so much, you know, that, you know, I've been reading the Bible for, you know, two hours or three hours. See, it's not how much you read. It's how much you get understanding and wisdom. And this is established. This was not there in the Old Testament. But this law is there all the way to Jesus comes because this is the way God has made it easy for us to live in the Spirit. are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live that not I Christ that liveth within me And the life I now live in the flesh I live By the grace of the Son of God Who loved me and gave his life for me Who loved me and gave his life for me International edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. And on the show today, you're listening to a Bible class I recorded with Melvin just before he left back to the U.S. last year after his summer mission trip. And I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. We're in Romans chapter 8, verse 4, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Okay, so that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Now, we know from the New Testament, right, from Ephesians chapter 4, Romans chapter 5, 17, we know we have the gift of righteousness. Mm. And a Spirit is recreated in His image. We know that. But here, Paul is saying that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. So what he's talking about is that we already have this gift of righteousness, but the manifestation of the righteousness in our daily life comes if we walk after the Spirit. See, even though we have this gift of righteousness, if we walk after the flesh, that righteousness is not going to manifest. See, that means now you have to produce your own righteousness, which is self-righteousness. So what we do as Christians, we go about walking in the flesh, and then we try to produce our own righteousness. And so that's what, that's what the Paul is saying, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Mm-hmm. He's talking about born-again Christians who are spirit-filled, mm-hmm. who are under the law of the spirit of life in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. 
Now, the next one says, for the that after the flesh, that means if we are making decisions, we are going after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh. See, that's how we know. If all day long, if we are minding things of the world, things of the flesh, we can be guaranteed that is what our mind is. But if your mind is not renewed to that truth, Simon, then we will always be walking in the flesh. And maybe sometime during the day, you know, we might pray or we might go into the spirit, you understand, and we experience that peace. But it will be short-lived if we don't walk on a daily basis. You know, just like a child when he's born, he needs to learn to walk in this world. You know, because in the baby's st- mommy's tummy, he didn't have to walk. Once you're born again, now you need, le- you need to learn how to walk in the spirit and not, you know, after the flesh. Okay, so let's read another one. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Wow. So how many of us want to have life and peace? I mean, everything that we do, Simon, you know, the reason we work, we make money, the reason we have cars, we have, you know, good homes. The whole idea is, you know, that we can live in peace and we can have life. And so, you know, in the States, you know, where I come from, people's goal is to have peace and life. But they go about it in the wrong way. They go about it in the worldly way. They think, okay, if I have, a, you know, two cars, I might be able to have more, you know, luxury and peace. So, you know, if I get more money, then I can have more life. But that is a life. It's not what God is talking about. It's not what Jesus promised. Now, Jesus promised that, you know, I have come that you might have life and that life in abundance. Not talking about the worldly life. And so lots of Christians, you know, especially in the States, they are addicted to that life. You know, they call it the American dream. Mm-hmm. You understand? But, you know, it, they're still dreaming because they're still not experiencing that life. Because this life that Jesus is talking about can only come from walking in the Spirit and after the Spirit. That means you're minding the things of the Spirit more than minding the things of the world or the flesh. Now, people say, hey, how can I do that? No, because all day long you're thinking thoughts. Why don't you think thoughts according to God's Word? You can search. Why don't you think according to God's word? The Bible says he can meditate on on his word day and night. See, but see, we want everything Jesus has given us, but we are going about it in the wrong way. So here it says to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now, if you are carnally minded, would you just die, Simon? No. So it's not talking about sudden death. It says you will experience the fruits of death. Now, a lot of times people don't understand that. What are the fruits of, the, of death? Every negative emotion that you get, fear, worry, anxiety, criticalness, condemnation, you know, guilt, bitterness, envy, comparing with each other, all of those are fruits of death because you can take any of that fruit and if you experience it, what are you experiencing? Are you experiencing peace, joy, love? No, no, you're experiencing death or the fruit of death, not life. But if you're experiencing the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit, now you have life. People around you partake of the life that you have because the words that you speak brings life. You know, you, you look at a person and they know, you understand, you have good things you know, about them and they, they feel encouraged, they feel blessed because 
you know, now life is flowing through you. So you're not pretending to be a Christian, but everyone you shake your hands with, life flows into them because, you know, you're walking in the Spirit. See, people might think, aha, no, that's not going to happen. No, that's exactly what happens. Life is not just for you. Life will flow into people, you know, when you hug them, when you touch them, they'll feel something special because, you know, you're walking in the Spirit. But, you know, sad to say, Simon, you know, most of us, you know, we, you know, we don't think about walking in the Spirit on a daily basis. And so we end up walking in the flesh. And then we suffer the consequences of the fruits of death, right? of God that passeth all understanding, all understanding. The peace of God that passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus the Lord. Oh, the peace of God that passeth all understanding, all Understanding, oh, the peace of God that passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus the Lord. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So the carnal mind is enmity against God. Now, a lot of time, born-again Christians think, I don't have a carnal mind. You know, they think, oh, I'm born-again. No, 
Paul is talking to people who are born again. And he says to be carnally minded is death. We just read that. Because a carnal mind is enmity against God. Part of the mind that is not renewed, Simon, is enmity with God. Now, who is the enemy of God? The devil. So, who is controlling your carnal mind? The devil. The devil. Because the carnal mind is enmity with God. See, that should shake us up. You know, to get you know desperate and say, no, I want to get my mind renewed and walk in the Spirit. Because the carnal mind is enmity with God, for it is not subject to the law of God. Now, of course, we know the law of God is, you know, love God with all your heart. But here, he's talking also about the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. See, that's the law of God that in this chapter it's talking about. You know, in this context, that is what he's talking about. See, we will not be under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus because if you are full of a carnal mind. And a carnal mind cannot partake of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus because we are carnally minded. But to be spiritually minded is life and is peace. Now, what is spiritually minded? We went over it, right? Mm -hmm. Is to take our mind in line with God's word so that that is what we are thinking. Because, as Simon, the bottom line mm. is all God's Word. Prayer is important, you understand? Mm. And meditation you know, on God's Word is important. But God's Word in the New Testament is the key to producing the nature of God, the blessings, all of that is manifested in our spirit, sorry, in our spirit, in our spirit will become manifested when we walk, you know, meditating on God's Word. It's very simple. It's not complicated. But the devil fights us that the most. He doesn't mind you going to church three days a, a week. Of course, if the, you know, the pastor's teaching all three days, that is great. Otherwise, he doesn't mind that. But see, then we get dissatisfaction thinking that, oh yes, I'm in the presence of God. No, the presence of God is in the Word of God. Every word of God has the nature of God embedded in it. So as you meditate, that nature starts manifesting. Otherwise, we are going to still walk in the flesh and we're going to experience the fruits of the flesh. Not just fornication, adultery, you know, murder. Those are the final result. But we will experience in our mind all the negative fruit of the, of the carnal mind. <clears throat> but ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Okay, so do we all want to please God? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And the Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, Simon, walking in the Spirit is connected walking by faith. It's the same thing. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So faith and walking in the Spirit is connected. The Bible says if you're born again, you, you should walk in faith. Now, how do you walk in faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so again, word is connected. So the minute you start walking in faith, that means you're not walking by the flesh. See, the flesh cannot have faith. Like a carnal mind cannot produce any faith. There is no faith existing in the carnal mind. Faith is only in the part of your mind that is renewed. See, so that way, you know, if, you're, if more of your mind is renewed, more of faith you're walking in. And so the less your mind is renewed to God's word, the less faith you have. 
See, people start talking and thinking like, oh, God, give me faith. Oh, God, increase my faith. God has already given you the things that you can use to get your faith. In a sense, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So walking in the spirit pleases God. And what is that? Is also faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. But here it says, because if you are in the flesh, then you cannot please God. Now, we can do everything. We can tithe. We can do this. We can, you know, do all kinds of uh, religious things that, you know, we do to thinking we are pleasing God. Like even we do missionary work. For example, you know, we do missionary work. But after the work we are doing, we are still walking in the flesh. We are not pleasing God. Now, here, of course, you know, Paul is saying, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Now, this flesh is not talking about a human form, right? What is, is not a body, it's talking about a carnal mind. So if, if we are in the flesh, then we cannot please God. And then, Bible, of course, he says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. See, that is who a new man is. That is what we are created. We are created to be in the spirit and not in the flesh. But an unrenewed mind, a mind that is not renewed to the truth, will live in the flesh, both in the body, in our mind, and in our thinking, and also in our emotions. See? So all of that, but the Bible says, no, you are not in the flesh, you are in the spirit. What is Paul saying? That means a new man that is already given to us is in the spirit. As you put the new man on, now even the flesh you have is now changed into the new man. See, both of these classes I've been teaching, Simon, they're both connected. Now it says, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. So what Paul is saying is that, you know, if the spirit of Christ is in you, then God is expecting you to walk in the spirit on a daily basis. You understand? But if you don't have the spirit, then you are not of Christ because you can't be born anywhere without, you know, without the spirit. And so see, if you look at it from any angle, Simon, getting a mind renewed and allowing faith to manifest, you understand, in our mind through the Spirit is very, very, very important. Otherwise, we, are, we have a form of godliness without the power thereof. See, we go about doing this year after year after year, but still having the same result. See, we're still struggling, you know, every single day with our mind and, you know, people, born-again Christians, they get into depression. Now, I'm not saying if you're depressed, you know, that God is upset with you or... But depression means you don't have a sound mind. But the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. You understand? So I was depressed, you know, even as a missionary, you know, for some three months I was under depression. It was because I was not getting my mind renewed. I was getting my mind focusing on issues and problems, you understand, that I had. And so, you know, when you do that, you're going after the flesh and you will now come under the law of sin and death. But as you focus on God's word and get your mind renewed, now you're walking after the spirit and now you come under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So Simon, you know, and people out there who are listening, you know, this is how we experience a born-again life, is to walk in the Spirit and after the Spirit and to mind the things of the Spirit, not on Sunday alone, but on a daily basis, mm. so that we can live under that law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus all day long. 
anytime, anywhere you go, that law works. Mm -hmm. And so we are not talking about the law of sin and death. You understand? Because once this happens, you are freed from the law of sin and death. Okay, so uh, God bless you all. And Simon, thank you for having me. And I hope I could do a few more classes, but maybe when I come back next year. Mm -hmm. And I had a great time. I don't think, uh, you know, in the short time that I had, like I had like, uh, f um, you know, less than two months. Mm -hmm. But I haven't stopped from the, you know, <laughs> the day I came, we recorded some classes. And then after that, I've been gone. And uh, almost every day, Monday to Monday, mm -hmm. God had given me opportunities to teach. And I'm so excited that uh, to see the fruit of people's mind getting renewed from last year and the previous year. Now, a lot of these people are stepping out and teaching themselves. Mm -hmm. And for me, that is like, you know, a dream come true because that is exciting to see uh, the people that I've been teaching. Now they're stepping out mm -hmm. and they're becoming teachers. You know, so that verse that says, you know, teach others to teach others is being fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I know when I come back next year, I can see more fruit. Mm -hmm. And Simon, thank you so much for hosting me and for helping me financially and, you know, even helping me to stay in your place and for all the encouragement because without that, I would not have been able to do what God wants me to do. So God bless.
with Melvin was recorded 11 months ago and now we're looking forward to Melvin joining us again in about a month's time. Very much looking forward to having him back with us on Nightlight. Well, that's all for now. Thanks to Jeremy Spencer for the scripture songs and we do have time to end with one more of those. I'll say goodbye for now and God bless. Be back again with you soon. Our Father we're charged in heaven. No.
into temptation. King.